Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Alright, welcome back to episode 171 of the Two Drunk Brothers Podcast. We have Jarrett back with us tonight. So me, Jarrett, and Ethan, of course, as always, I'm Ethan with Jarrett, our special guest. Um, what's hey, going I'm like on, a, gentlemen? I'm like, I'm, I'm like an every other week occurrence, and I had said that. So I would say, yeah, I guess special, but just not as frequent. Not, not as frequent guests. Extra special. Extra special, not as frequent co-host. Special in the head as well. Um, gentlemen, I saw Ethan had some sort of glass bottle. Indeed. Bud Light. I am drinking a uh, Guinness Extra Stout tonight. Oh, that so is thick as shit. Feeling, feeling frisky. When Been you, a long when day. You, when you want to have pancakes and syrup in a can, drink that shit. That's kind of what it tastes like. A little bit, honestly. It's a yeah. pretty decent yeah, comparison. That doesn't sound very enjoyable, but neither does what I have. I have, uh, well, I meant to get to go to the gas station and grab root beer. They were out of root beer. I don't know how you run out of root beer. So I had Diet Coke. So I have peanut butter whiskey and Diet Coke. There That's a hot combination. And next time you do peanut butter whiskey, you got to do Diet Dr. Pepper. The Dr. Pepper and the peanut butter whiskey combo is amazing. I so guess it's screwball. I no, it's some weird thing. It's I've had it for like a year. I Uh, walked into the gas station. I saw they had a display of Snickers pumpkins already out for display. Fuck yeah! So that already that that threw my mind for a loop, and I was just thinking about those the entire time I was in the gas station. So I went to the went to the fridge and then my mind was at works. And of course I had to pick some up. So my oh, so absolutely eat some tonight. Absolutely. I think the Dollar General and Terra had Reese's pumpkins for like a month now almost. So oh, nothing beats them. No, they're the best. So I'm just drinking truly probably going to switch to a little bit of vodka soda here in a minute. So, all right, there you go. There we have it. And folks, we, what do you keep laughing at? What's so damn funny? Carly's your standing showing her your tits or something. No, she's standing down here <laughs> taking the pillow covers off. And I told her I was switching that. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> All right. No one well, listening could hear, see the face I made. So that made zero fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't hear that your facial expressions through the computer. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we finished our divisional previews last week. So we are rolling into fantasy football talk because we have two more, three more weeks, technically, I guess, till the start of football. Season starts on September 8th. So three weeks. 
Yep. Three more weeks, and tonight with our first part of the fantasy football, because we're not going to cover it all in one episode, we are doing our quarterbacks and wide receivers, and then we're going to we're gonna fun little stuff at you at the end of the episode. So, without further ado, let's hop right into quarterbacks. We are going to give you our favorite, a.k.a. who we think is going to be the best fantasy quarterback this year, a value or sleeper quarterback, someone you can get mid to later round that will be good. And then our bust, someone who we think should not be drafted in that spot or we think is just going to be bad in general this year. And um, Travis, I don't know you saw, but I said we should do a rookie for if you're in a dynasty league, a rookie to snag. Yeah, we can do that as well. Yeah. No, we're going right. to do that. We'll add that one. Yeah, we'll add that one at the, at the <laughs> end of the – fourth category i saw it i saw it on the uh, text message thread um favorite quarterback let's start it off with our extra special guest uh super vanilla uh is josh allen i mean as a wow. as a dolphins fan it pains me I, he was the best fantasy quarterback last year i think he's gonna do the same thing this year him and Diggs are electric together they have a like a middle of the road schedule their, their strength schedule is 17th I mean, they get to put the Jets in the Pats twice, along with Minnesota, Detroit, Chicago. Also, he gets it done on the ground. He had six rushing touchdowns last year, which is about one every other week. So that's also a nice boost. He's going to be the, the problem with him is he's going to be the first quarterback off the board in damn near every single draft you're in. Um, 24 is his ADP currently. So, you know, if you're in a 12 man league, that's end of the second round. Uh, so you got to be the one that kind of starts that quarterback domino. Which I don't, I never like to do. So I personally won't have him on my team, but I do think he's probably going to have the best season overall. Man, it's almost like Jared runs and operates ESPN fantasy football. He put the number one quarterback <laughs> number one. Well, Ethan, I mean, who do you told, got? I told you, Super he's, Vanilla. I was going to say, and I guess, you know, he's at the number one spot for a reason, probably. Um, but I do not have Josh Allen as my number one. Travis, I'm guessing that we might have the same quarterback, and if so, that's okay, and if not, that's okay, too. Um, but mine's Justin Herbert. I oh, love Justin I Herbert. I Drew Locke. Ah, well, that, too. But, um, <laughs> yes, no. second-best quarterback this year, Drew Locke, hands down, COVID <laughs> man. Um, but Justin Herbert, I've had him on my dynasty team since he was a rookie in my dynasty league that I have. I've drafted him every single year as my quarterback since he came into the league. I kind of talked about this when we hit on the uh, West divisions last week on him just being one of my favorite quarterbacks coming out of college. And I think he's only just going to continue to improve as a, I think that he, I'm pretty sure he finished top five last year. Um, And he's got such a dynamic offense around him. In my opinion, I think Keenan Allen is just going to continue to be, um, a presence with Justin Herbert as his QB. Mike Williams obviously stepped up in a big way, at least for the first half of the year last year. Um, you've got Austin Eckler on your team with a really a plethora of running backs behind him that can step in when, as Travis said last week, he inevitably gets hurt. Um, Gerald Everett is a huge signing and a good replacement for um, what's his face that I can't think of off the top of my Jared, head. God damn it. Jared, Jared Cook. Jared, thank you. Jared Cook. Um, yeah. Yep. So, a good replacement for Jared Cook. I just really like this offense. I think he's going to have a lot of people to throw the ball to, and they're going to be spreading that ball around, and I think they're going to throw the ball quite a bit. Also, let's not get – say I'm vanilla because Herbert was the second-best quarterback last year in fantasy next to Josh Allen. So so he, he did finish but top five. He is top two. 
Yeah. He is heading into the se- this season. He is ranked as QB3. He is my favorite as well. Uh, they, have a, he, they have a relatively average strength schedule. I know they have like the, one of the easiest or the easiest in the AFC West. Um, like Ethan said, they have a plethora of pieces. They kept all the main ones from last year, which is a big thing for me. Not a whole lot of changes with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler. Um, their lack of defense for me at points is one of the reasons why I love him because they open up the playbook so much on offense. They're always pushing the ball down the field. Uh, I feel like there's just never a lack of points in Chargers games. So for that reason alone, taking Justin Herbert. Yeah, and just to point Travis out, uh, the Chargers have the 20th ranked strength of schedule, so relatively tough, but in terms of like the AFC West, not nearly as tough as the other three teams. So, Yeah, absolutely. All right, value and or sleeper QB. I'm going to lead this off because I got mine stolen from me last time, so I don't want it to get stolen again. Um, (laughs) I think a quarterback that you can get in a good position that I like heading this year is going to be Jalen Hurts. He is the QB six right now on the quarterback board. They have based on projected win totals, the second easiest strength of schedule in the NFL. Uh, He finished ninth last season in QB rankings fantasy wise, but he only played 15 games. Everyone above him played in 16 or 17 they added AJ Brown, so I think that's a huge help. They haven't had really anyone to throw to of any value at all within the last few years or since he's been there. So I think with him being in, he's got to take that next step up as a quarterback uh, in this easy division, easy schedule. Adding AJ Brown, I think that's a good piece. You should be able to get him in like a pretty later end spot. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't hate that pick. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 10 rushing touchdowns last year, which is huge. Um, that adds a lot of fantasy value. He is currently the seventh quarterback coming off the board, like you said. Um, I said sixth. So, oh, I, uh, Fantasy Pros has him a seventh. And also, to boot with that, Travis, the Eagles have the second easiest schedule in the NFL. So, there you go. I did say that as well. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. I did say that, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, that division is cake, so shouldn't be. Wait, you get to play Trayvon Diggs twice a year. You did or didn't say that? I did say that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm, no, I'm thinking about what I was going to say. Um, it's no, fine. I mean, I might have something that might contradict that later, but I don't hate the quarterback pick. Let's just say that. I might have a wide receiver pick that you don't like. Um my value sleeper pick, this is deep. I mean, this is a guy that you could like potentially draft as your backup quarterback, but I think he's good enough to be your starter as Derek Carr for the Raiders. I mean, how good – Derek Carr has been like a mainstay in fantasy football for I feel like five years now, and he's always so undervalued going into, the, going into the, every single season. Last year um, – where's my notes at? Um, last year he threw for 4,800 yards – and he added Devontae Adams to his arsenal. Still has Hunter Renfro, still has, still has Darren Waller. I know the AFC West is tough, but it's not tough because of the strength of the defenses they're playing. Um, Derek Carr's ADP right now is 106. He's the 14th quarterback coming off the board. So if you're in a, even a 10, 12-man league, like you could be the last guy to pick a quarterback and still probably pick him up. I mean, that's like the mid-11th round. Um, and he always puts up numbers. 
I think last year he was the – I mean, last year was the 13th best fantasy quarterback. But, again, 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, 14 picks. Um, so I just think that's that's some really, really good value there. Well, um, being that Jarrett just stole every single one of my talking points for my value pick because mine was also <laughs> Derek Carr, um, I will go ahead and veer to the backup value pick that I had, which literally is being currently drafted average draft position three picks below him, and that is Kirk Cousins. Um, I am contradicting myself a little bit here because of my bold prediction that the Lions would finish ahead of the Vikings this year. Um, but that's not to say that Kirk Cousins still can't have a good fantasy year because we've seen it plenty of times where guys have great fantasy years on teams that aren't that great. Um, but my thing with Kirk Cousins is just kind of as Jarrett said with Derek Carr, he's kind of a fantasy mainstay. Dude put up 4,200 passing yards last year, 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, has weapons on his team with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Um, I believe KJ Osborne's still on that team. You've Irv got Smith. Irv Smith. You've got uh, Dalvin Cook, obviously, out of the backfield. So kind of how we talked about with Justin Herbert, he's got a plethora of weapons to go around as well. Um, so may not be a guy who's going to light up the stat sheet, but if you're looking for a guy who's going to get you 16 to 20 points a, a week, I think that Kirk Cousin, and again, a guy that you can draft as your backup quarterback, um, is not a bad pick to take in the later rounds. And if you really kind of want to stack your team heavy in other positions and take him and be your starter, I don't think that's a bad option either. Yeah, I was going to say he constantly is going to be able to put up like 20 points usually, but his ceiling is not very high, which is, I think is the issue with why you might not want him as your starter. Uh, I think there's better starters to get, but if he does come out, he wouldn't be a bad one to have on your bench in case he is balling out. Um, so I don't hate that backup value slash sleeper pick. Bust pick. Um Anybody have a really good one? Because I have some some juicy hot taken. I have probably one. It's mine's Pat Mahomes. Mine is Patrick mm. Mahomes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I want to so, hear you guys is talking then. So Travis, oh. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to steal too much of yours. But for me, it's like the, they have literally the hardest schedule in the NFL, and you lost Tyreek Hill. It's, I mean, they have the hardest schedule in the NFL by a mile. Like if you look at yeah. uh, the chart that I did, it's like goes down pretty like evenly and then it drops off and then it's the chiefs. Are um, you, are you looking at they, short football analysis, Travis? I don't know. It's like a little deadline chart. It's green and green and red chart. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy how, how like far down they are because of their strength schedule. But I just don't see value to be drafted at quarterback two, where he's right now projected to go. Um, like Jared said, they lost Tyreek. They added a lot of new pieces. So there's going to be a lot of new like introduction happening in the first few weeks. He finished fourth last season for the second year in a row while losing his best wide receiver and arguably one of the best in the league. I just don't see him being worth as high as what he's going to go in most leagues, but Hey, let other people take him. Exactly. That's kind of my thought. Like, I mean, do I think Pat Mahomes will have a bad year? No. You'll probably have, have a pretty decent year. I'm not going to have Pat Mahomes MVP year. But is that's that's why I think he's a quote-unquote bust. I don't think he's worth the second quarterback off the board. And You're not taking him in the third round. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, like yeah. 33. Yeah, so that's like depending on you know who you have drafted. You have a bunch of idiots drafting your draft. It could be late third, early fourth. But I just, in my opinion, that's that's not the juice is not worth the squeeze there with Patrick Mahomes this year. Ethan. Yeah, I'll kind of go along the same lines in that the person that I'm about to say, I don't necessarily think will be a bust, but I don't think is worth the spot that he's currently being drafted at, which is very beginning right around sixth round. Um, And that's Lamar Jackson, because in my opinion, your feet can only get you so far in terms of fantasy points, because he might rush for 80 some yards a game. Eventually, I think that that'll catch up to him towards the end of the season. I don't think he's going to put up as much production on the ground. And if he couldn't hit the targets that he had last year, who the fuck is he going to throw to this year? He can't throw the ball to Mark Andrews 16 times a game and be successful. I don't trust Devin Duvernay. I don't trust Rashad Bateman. Although I do like Rashad Bateman, not a wide receiver one. Um, and then their backfield is still just questionable. You got two guys coming off of ACL tears. Um, so what does that offense look like? I don't know how dynamic it's going to be. We talked about this our very first division week and that unless they're going to run the triple option every single play and then occasionally throw the ball down the field, I don't know what this offense is going to look like. Yeah, it's very questionable, very up in the air. Uh, I do think he's going to be able to get you points. I know you said not technically a bust, but uh, definitely it's kind of just like a stay away from. Uh, I had a I had a stay away extra bust pick. Uh, Kyle Murray. Did. What were you going to say, Jared? I, I was going to say also with, with Lamar Jackson, is it's the injury history, really. I mean, that's also concerning because he is constantly hurt because, like Ethan said, he's running too much. He relies on his legs, and I think he's going to have to do that even more this year. So that could lead him – like, I don't – and, like, again, that's not worth to me, like, picking me picking my starting quarterback as, as, as Lamar Jackson. I think he needs to reach out to, like, Tom's or Pepto-Bismol for a sponsorship deal. <laughs> with the diarrhea gate poop yeah. gate again um, it's just like it's not it's not that he's going to be a bust it's just that i don't think he's worth where he's getting drafted at and i kind of looked at some of the guys up towards the top two and around him and it's just like i can't pick any of these other guys i don't think joe burrow's going to be a bust for being drafted in the late sixth round i can't tell you that jalen hurts obviously was one of our favorites same with like um, I mean, Kyler Murray, I know you're not a big Kyler Murray fan. Um, I think he has more weapons than Lamar Jackson, which is why I think he's going to be more successful. Um, but, you know, just, just a tough pick to pick a bust outside of you guys took Patrick Mahomes without being like, oh, the bust is going to be the guy who was drafted in the 10th round. Like, no shit. So, Yeah. Uh, my My stay away was Kyler Murray just because of the fact that, A, I don't think he's – nearly as good as what people are hyping him up to be. I think we've seen that for the last couple of years. No D-hop for the first, what, six games? Yep. And then uh, they lost Christian Kirk. So I think his his fantasy value is just way up in the air. Um, Can I also just sidetrack really fast? Because um, you were talking about the hype around Kyler Murray. What is going on with this hype around Trey Lance? Like, I, I just don't get it. I, I can't wrap my head around it. I don't care what I, he's done in practice or the preseason. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I saw TikTok, and first of all, TikTok has got to be the worst for like sports hot takes. All these fucking fourteen year olds think they're goddamn sports anal- sports analysts. But this one young kid, he's probably 17, 18 years old, had the had the Niners going thirteen and four. 
I'm like, on what fucking planet are you on? Because I want to be there. Oh, I put my hundred dollar bet on them the other day for their under and uh, win totals. What I mean makes it even worse for me, Jared, is you're talking about a kid on TikTok making predictions like that. I was listening to ESPN Radio on my way home today, um, and one of the hosts on the show that I was listening to said he was all in on Trey Lance and the Niners to make it to the Super Bowl, and he was being serious. Did they not? Did they not see, like? what he did last year like he wasn't i'm not the gonna say is, flat out what horrible, they but he seen? wasn't good what also, they, you know, they didn't even see him in college so i know that's what i'm saying the kid played at fucking north dakota state he played at the same guy in school carson Wentz went to what does that tell us there i mean he'll play on. 16 good games and then have his backup win a super bowl for him yeah but <laughs> no shit i mean seriously and jimmy g can do that like i don't know why everyone's writing off jimmy g everyone's shits on jimmy g i think he's a fine quarterback Jimmy G is a starter on half the teams in football, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're diving off on a tangent, but I I don't I don't <laughs> disagree with you there, Ethan. That's I can't stand it. Uh, whatever. All right. Let's move on into our wide receiver. No, we gotta do a rookie. You're gonna skip it like I fucking knew you All would. Right. Sorry. <laughs> my ro- there's not very many to pick from my rookie far far beyond uh without well, this, doubt, so like, this is like this is more like for like dynasty leagues. If you're in a dynasty league, who would you pick up? Yeah, I would pick up Kenny Pickett because I think he has the best opportunity to succeed where he's at. Kenny Pickett with, with the with the old Burger King hands. Okay, <laughs> you don't need big hands. Fuck. Mine's gonna be right here. like you said. Like I mean, there's really no upside here for the quarterbacks. This is more. This was more for a wide receiver question. Um, Mine's going to be Malik Willis just because I think he has the opportunity to be starter soon. And I think there's an ability for him, if they get the right weapons around him in the next two to three years, he can be a dangerous fantasy quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to win Super Bowl. I think think Kenny Pickett has the ability to start sooner than Malik Willis. But that's the thing. I'm not not looking at ability to start sooner. Like if I'm looking at Dynasty League and I'm drafting a rookie quarterback, who do I think is going to be the better fantasy quarterback in two to three years? That's what I'm looking at. Like, okay, it's great. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's going to. Kenny Pickett is a Ben Roethlisberger 2.0. Look what he did. He was great. <laughs> this is true. I'm not saying um, the pick's wrong at all. No, I, I like both of your picks. You're going to sit here and tell me that I'm wrong? You're wrong. <laughs> came down in a bubble. bubble. <laughs> um, I like both of your picks, and obviously there's a reason for that, and it's because who the fuck else are you going to pick? Um, yeah. I also had Malik Desmond Willis. Ritter. Desmond Ritter, baby. All in. Um. <laughs> I'm all in on Bryce Perkins, although I don't think he's a rookie. <laughs> um, mm. Anyways, Skylar Thompson going to be the Cor- quarterback for the Miami Dolphins at the end of the season. There Matt Corral, Matt Corral, how the fuck say his name? That's right, Matt Corral is one of the other ones. Um, anyways, mine was Malik Willis as well. Um, I do like Kenny Pickett a lot, and I've heard a lot of good things um, with what he's been doing in the preseason. But Malik Willis is also kind of shown out in the preseason, and I've been reading a couple things that, and there's people that are, you know, and again, going back to ESPN, the things that they say are kind of nonsense 95% of the time. But there's rumors saying that, like, he might be the starter by Christmas, um, which I know is, like, week 15. But um, the fact that they're saying that he might overtake Ryan Tannehill's job this year is um, saying something. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Well, why? Because we not we know. not because it came out of Ethan's mouth. That's because people are saying that he's taking you to the playoffs. That they were dog shit before him. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. But we know what Ryan Tannehill is. We can we, Ryan Tannehill can take you there. He can't get you over the hump. That's Malik the thing. Willis was the quarterback at Liberty. No one even knew they had a football team till the last two years. Hey, we're, hey we're, we're talking about pundits who are pumping up Trey Lance's dick who played at North Dakota State. So, oh, I'm, I know, and I agree with that too. I'm just saying, all these quarterbacks that did not play a damn lick of college talent at the college level, it's hard I to think, think they're going to come in and do well in the NFL. I think a good consensus then for all three of us is that if you're in a dynasty league this year, you're probably only drafting three rounds. Maybe stay away from quarterbacks this year. Not a great classic draft oh, yeah. quarterbacks out of. So just take your wide receivers, your running backs. If you're in a, a dynasty league that has defensive players, probably a great year to pick some of those up. So um, I would just stay away from it. But if you were going to take any two, those would probably be the two that I would take. I agree. What, I don't know though. I think there's there's probably there's going to be some crazy quarterback that comes out of this draft class that's not being hyped up that uh, is going to end up like balling out. Someone like you know a Skylar Thompson or Matt Coral. <laughs> hey, but, hey, you're making fun of Skylar Thompson. I think he could. I'd rather have. have no, I'm not. Him. I'd rather have I'm him not have at him all. The back of his fucking Teddy than Teddy Bridgewater. I'd rather have him as a starter. I've seen some of the shit he did. He balled out in the Dolphins preseason game yeah i mean i don't i don't doubt that he's i mean he's definitely gonna be the practice squad qb but but you know we paid for they paid for teddy bridgewater so they're probably going to keep him instead put oh, absolutely scott thompson on the practice squad so that's what's ridiculous all right anyway ladies and gents uh let's move on into wide receivers right now we are going to hop into the favorite of them all Ethan looks like he stepped away. There he is. All right. Favorite wide receiver. I'm going to dive right into it. I might steal one of your guys's. I don't know. There's a ton to pick from. Favorite wide receiver is Devontae Adams. Fair. Kind of kind of crazy. Switched to a new team. He is right now wide receiver four. Finished last season at wide receiver five. I know they have a little bit tougher strength schedule, but this adds to both Jarrett and Ethan's point of the Derek Carr thing. I don't think it matters in this situation. The Raiders are going to need to put up production to be competitive in games. 
and he's going to be a go-to for Derek Carr. We've already seen like the whole, you know, Fresno State connection that they have. They kind of love each other, have a little man crush on each other. We've seen what it looks like when Derek Carr singles in on one pass catcher, a.k.a. Darren Waller. They go bananas together. Uh, so I think he's going to do the same thing with Devontae Adams here. You can get him at the low price of an early round two for wide receiver one on your team, I think, this year. That's not bad, but if I'm at the end of round one, I might I would probably snag him, to be honest with you. Like that's just me. Like if you're like sitting at the But if you have if you have a if you're at the end of round one, but if you have like a like a third or fourth round, third or fourth pick in the second round, I might wait and grab someone of better value in the first round. Until someone for pick one or two in the second round cucks them from you. I think well, you take your chances though. That's, yeah, there's so that's many what, better the whole point is taking your chances. Yeah, there's so many wide receiver options, I think, at the top half of this draft that if you miss out on him, it's probably not the end of the world. That's what I'm saying. If you're so, if you're so, third or so, fourth in the second round, you scoop him up, great deal. You're getting a good piece. So time out. So we'll play hypothetical because I think we're we're making good time on this episode. So ADP for Devontae Adams is 11, like Travis said. That's what I saw him showing on Fantasy Pros. So like you said, it's yep. like basically if you're in a 10-man league, it's a first pick in the second round. If you're but sitting I, there – listen, hold on, time out. I'm, I'm going to throw out a hypothetical. In front of him are Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup in terms of wide receivers. If you're sitting there at the end, if you have, let's say, pick seven, you have pick seven on your draft. Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson are gone. But you have Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams there. You guys are going to sit here and tell me you going to, are you guys are both going to take Jamar Chase over Devontae Adams at seven? If they're both if they're both gone at seven, then I'm, that means I'm getting a pretty damn good running back at seven. That's also where I was at with that. I don't think you know. I don't think this is one of those years where you have to take running back, running back to start your draft like years past have been. But you're right. If those two are gone and you're sitting pick seven, pick eight, those two, probably. Yeah take a good running back while you can, because then at pick 13, you can get somebody like, I mean, if you can't get Devontae Adams, you might be able to get Debo Diggs, Tyreek Hill, um, take a chance on CD lamb. I mean, he's still got Dak Prescott. If he's healthy, you've got, you've got options there. And then you can turn around with your third round pick and maybe grab um, whether it's another running back or one of those lower tier wide receiver ones. Um, in that area too. I think that there's just deep. This is one of the first years in to me, maybe three to four years where I think the wide receiver and the running back position is deeper. So yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. People are getting more, more and more players involved in offenses. too. Like you're not having, you're having running back by committees. You're not having like two wide receivers on a team. So I think that's where that kind of comes into, which to be fair, Outside point, it's kind of fucking over fantasy. <laughs> no, I think it makes fantasy more fun, but it does make like in those deeper leagues more difficult. Like I know we were talking about Ethan, you were obviously involved in that. I don't know if you heard about it, but we potentially talked about merging the two leagues that Travis and Travis, me, Travis, mm-hmm. and Lucas were in two leagues. The two same leagues we're talking about merging them, but it was going to be like twelve to fourteen teams, and I'm like, man, twelve would be my absolute max. Because anything deeper in that, it gets tough. Especially like Travis said, everything's running back by committee. So I think it makes the small leagues more fun. Anyway, I just want to throw a hypothetical out there. I don't disagree with your pick, Travis. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a stellar year. I think Derek Carr is a great quarterback. Um, 
good fantasy quarterback. Ethan, I'll let you dive into the best your best wide receiver because mine's kind of a hot take. God damn, Travis, that's loud. <laughs> I'm mixing my whiskey. Relax. Use your finger method. Mixing something. I, I um, can't do sticky fingers. So I'm not I feel like I do this every year, every time that I talk about fantasy. But when I talk about my best here, I'm not necessarily going to say they're going to finish as wide receiver one because yeah. otherwise I'd be super vanilla. And I'd probably also well, you gotta go try to Monte Adams or like a Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. Um, but somebody who I think will easily finish top five, if I'm going to stick to what I've been talking about with my quarterbacks, it's, it's Keenan Allen. I know he's on the other side of 30 now, um, but continues year after year to just have stellar years. I think he'll. I think he might have a better this year. I think this could be his best year of his career, which is saying something. Um, I think he's going to get targeted a lot in the red zone, like he typically does. I think that in Justin Herbert's third year, he's going to hit more of those passes that he may have missed in the last couple of years. Um, I watched a lot of Chargers football, admittedly, the last couple of years because of Justin Herbert. Um, and I think that if he's connected on those passes in the red zone, Keenan Allen's going to put up big numbers. So. I have to stick with that with that duo, that combo there, um, because I think it's going to be a really dynamic offense, and I think that those two are going to be the focal point of that offense. One, it's easy to watch Chargers football because the NFL only puts on like three fucking games in the afternoon. This is true. Uh, so you have that going for you. Two, I like your pick. Um, I know he he's actually played in a large majority of games that, like in the last – few years but it's his ability to stay healthy for me to do that he has started 16 13 16 14 15 so it's not bad but i just feel like he's like always like in and out of games like he'll tweak something get out of the game come back he's like you're he's like a noah fan but not as bad yeah yeah i mean no, that's, i agree that's fair i mean he was let's see did you see actually you know Mike Williams had a better year than him last year? That was fluke. I was saying it was, Mike, and it was front loaded. His first seven weeks of the season were just un unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was like two touchdowns a game. Yeah, Mike Williams was his ninth best wide receiver last year, and Keenan Allen was fifteenth. But I don't I, I don't hate that pick, Ethan. I, I like it a lot. Um think think the Chargers are gonna be a good team. Um you guys are gonna be like, Jarrett, you're fucking high. Like, what did you smoke tonight? Uh, mine's Michael Pittman. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually don't hate that pick now to finish like wide receiver one. Sure. That's a big hot take, yeah. but he's got Matt Ryan. Now he's a good wide I hate receiver. Matt Ryan as a, as a quarterback this day and age, listen, you can't listen, throw farther than 15 yards down the field. Listen, I know, but <laughs> Michael Pittman has finished good with fucking Carson Wentz and Jacoby Brissett as his quarterback. I know Matty Ice is on the wrong side of, of his career, but he has produced some of the best fantasy wide receivers we've ever seen. Roddy White, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. And Michael Pittman has the exact same like stature and skill set as, as most of those guys. Maybe not Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is a little small. Um, he's always kind of lacked that quarterback that can get in the ball consistently. I think Ryan kind of solves it because Ryan loves the target it, like he he finds a favorite guy, and if it happens to be Pittman, it's gonna be great. His current ADP is forty. He's thirteenth wide receiver come off the board. He was the sixteenth best fantasy wide receiver last year with freaking Carson Wentz. They also have the third easiest strength of schedule, so they have a very easy schedule. I think he's gonna put up a lot of points. 
Ethan's point, will he finish wide receiver one? Probably not. Probably not in front of those guys like Cooper Cup and you know fucking Devontae Adams and 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 Justin Jefferson. I think he'll be at least top top seven. And I think he's gonna be a good steal. So this could also be my, my steal, but he was too good to be a steal, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's not not far enough down to be a steal. I don't think that he's gonna be I mean it's a bold take. I don't hate it. I just don't think that he will uh that he will be that good. But that's when fair. I'm when I am looking at the ADP draft board, I would take Michael Pittman over T. Higgins. I would take Michael Pittman over Keen over not Keenan over AJ Brown, C D Lamb, and Debo Samuel. The Cardinals just won because they got hit by a pitch with hit the bases loaded. Tyler O'Neill. Yep. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate that. I don't hate your pick um, by any means. It's it's bold. We'll see how it happens. Um, I was high on Michael Pittman last year. So if you listen to any of our fantasy episodes last year. Um, value and or sleeper. Here's where you really get your deep dive. Not really deep dive, but like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Bread and butter where the game is won with these wide receivers drafted. Mine that I have for this year, Amon Ra St. Brown Love is it. my value. He is wide receiver 25 right now, which I feel like is pretty low. Finished last season at wide receiver 23, but he didn't really get involved until week four and still finished with 90 receptions, 900 yards, and five touchdowns. They have the fifth ranked strength of schedule. It's going into his second year. I think he can easily, with a full workload, surpass 1,000 yards, get somewhere in between seven, nine touchdowns. Where he's being drafted at, he's going to be an easy wide receiver too um, in your team, wherever he's at, and you'll be able to draft him after the fifth round. Yeah, so I, I, I love – I love. Uh, I, can never say his, I can never say his name right, but I, I love this pick for two reasons. One, the, the Detroit Lions offensive line is probably one of the better young offensive lines in the league, to just, just to put it bluntly. And two, I know we all like to like, like to poke fun at Jared Goff, but we, we all forget that Jared Goff was literally in a Super Bowl. I mean, like he literally went to the Super Bowl. Uh, he scored three the points. Get in loss, but he did go there. And he – what I'm saying is it's not like he has fucking John Kitna throwing in the ball in Detroit anymore. You know right. I mean, yeah, it's not horrible. He'll score you points. I mean, look what he did to him last year. Like he turned him into almost thousand yard rookie wide receiver. Who um, really came on strong. I picked him up uh, in like middle of the year last year and he took me to a fancy championship. So yeah. Love it. Um, 
I'll go next. <clears throat> my um, mine seems kind of like duh. Like, why the fuck is this is this guy being drafted so low? It's Hunter Renfro for the for the Raiders. Yes, I know they have Devontae Adams, but listen, Devontae Adams is going to draw a lot of double teams, a lot. I think Renfro is still going to be productive. He was the 13th best wide receiver last year in fantasy, and he's currently being drafted 83rd overall, 31st wide receiver off the board. I mean, he had 1,000 receiving yards and nine touchdowns last year. Like, I understand he's not going to be your you know, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. I think drafting him – you're drafting him in the ninth round. Like this is like a great steal for me um, because I think Adams will draw so much attention from a, from a, a opposing defenses. So here's my, my issue with that, I guess um, I, I don't hate it for a value pick, right? Because he still probably will finish at, I think at least top 30 in wide receivers. You would think maybe top 40, Um but my issue is obviously one like you and you touched on it is like too many mouths to feed, right? Like you got Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. You can go on and on. Um, but my other issue is, is that to me, Hunter Renfro is like a great value, like a great, great value version of Devontae Adams and that they have very similar styles of play. They're both great route runners. They both can play well in the slot and on the outside, and they both got high um, percentage of target volume in the red zone. Devontae Adams is going to take all of that away from Hunter Renfro this season. And while he might draw doubles, I think that um, all of those opportunities that Hunter Renfro got last year might be taken away because of how similar of a style that they play. That was, that was my thing is that they added a, one of the best, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL. So that's going to take away some of his production again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say he's a wide receiver one, wide receiver he, two. I think he's, he's a great flex option. He'll be a good flex him. option, and I think he will be he will be, you know, homer or bust. Like if you put him in in a, in a game in one week, he's going to score, you know, 15, 20 points, or he's going to score four. Yeah, and that's what you're going to get out of him. So, but like I said, the value's there. I mean, the ADP super low. Yeah, like you're getting value's the ninth there. Round, like you're you're in the ninth round. Your team set. Like shit, he could be even be a fucking bench player at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Right. Yeah. Ethan, who's yours? Yep. So mine is a deep, deep dive. Um, and it is a bit of a homer pick, but and it's not Alan Lazard. It's not Alan Lazard. It's crazy. Romeo Dubs. Okay. It's <laughs> Romeo Dubs. He is currently being drafted in the 17th round of most fantasy drafts. And he is, as of now, past Christian Watson for wide receiver two on that team. He looks phenomenal in the preseason. And to me, Alan Lazard is, is not like your dynamic wide receiver, right? Like he's a great pass blocker. He's a great run blocker. Um, he can catch the ball when you need him to, but not like a super great route runner, um, bigger guy. Whereas Romeo dubs. And for one, I tried to look up the pronunciation of his last name and I've seen it three different ways, but I've come to the conclusion that I think it's dubs, but I've seen it pronounced Dobbs, Dobbs and Dubs. Um, but I think it's Romeo dubs. He is, Probably a lot more dynamic than Alan Lazard can be. Um, Christian Watson hasn't panned out so far. Not necessarily that he's terrible, um, but in the way that I think that they had hoped. And opposite of Hunter Renfro, there are not a lot of mouths to feed on that offense. It, they don't have anybody to feed right now. It's who am I going to throw the ball to? And you've got the back-to-back MVP throwing you the ball. He's got to throw it to somebody. Right now, he's showing out in preseason. If you could take him with the last pick in your draft, why not? And he might pan out to be 
a starter come like week eight of your fantasy team. Do you, do you know why he's above Christian Watson on the depth chart? He just it, he went to fucking North Dakota State. <laughs> That's why. Hey, Ethan just I thought you were legit deep. asking me. I was like, well. <laughs> Ethan just gave me a deep dive for my my zombie team. But you're probably going to take him, so no. There's no I mean, problem. not if you take him first. Oh, wait, I you can't. can't. You can't you take can't. anyone. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't hate that. Let's go and move on to bust. And I'm going to say mine first because uh, this name has been thrown out there quite a few times already uh, when talking about who you could draft somebody over. My bust pick this year is Debo Samuel. Um, he is right now is wide receiver five, which I think is crazy. He finished last year at wide receiver two. Now I'm not, I'm not saying that he's going to be like wide receiver 30 or anything, but I cannot see the output staying, especially with what we already talked about quarterback, like Trey Lance throwing you the ball, giving you the ball. Not only that, but he already made it, known that he really didn't want to be featured as much out of the backfield uh, heading into the year. I feel like that's what I got out of the whole scuffle that he had going on. Lost McDaniel. Uh, so that's kind of like a huge piece of what's drawing up plays for you. Uh, I see it a bit harder getting those fantasy points just with all those things, you know, figured you lost your offensive coordinator. You have a rookie court, pretty much rookie quarterback that Loki sucks. Um, you're not going to be getting them all in the backfield and getting rushing yards anymore. Uh, I, at wide receiver five, I would literally not, I wouldn't touch him. I'm sorry if he fell to me in the second round, call me crazy. Oof. That'd be hard for me to pass up if he fell to me in a second round pick, but I mean, there's maybe if I was like pick 20 or 24, like the last pick in the second round and I didn't have a wide receiver and he was there, maybe but that's only only exemption. I can literally pinpoint guys in each league that we're in, Travis, that I know will take him in the first round. I can literally, Good. I can literally Love name it. people. Can't, can't wait for that to happen because I hate that pick in the first round. I hate it. I mean, how much I, – I would love to see like a percentage or like a stat breakdown of the amount of fantasy points that came from him lined up a wide receiver versus him lined up out of the backfield because I guarantee you it's damn near 50-50. I was like, going to say right at 50-50 – May, I mean, may, call me crazy. Maybe leaning uh, more on the rushing. It's got no. to be close. It's got to be close. If he doesn't want to do that, here's my thing. He got his bag. Where is the motivation? Where is the motivation? Especially if they're going to be, I think, between them and the them and the Seahawks, like they might be bottom. I mean, they're clearly better than the Seahawks, but they're going to be, but in my opinion, behind the Cardinals. Um, so I don't think they're going to be competing for a playoff spot. I think the motivation is not going to be there. So I, I, I love that pick. I think Debo is definitely not necessarily a bust, but like we already talked about a bust in terms of where his ADP is at, right? A bust for, for the fifth overall off the board. I think Ethan likes him. So he has, let's see what he has to say. You think I like Debo? I don't know. You just mentioned him earlier about drafting somebody over. Uh, you said drafting Keenan Allen. over. Oh, because we were talking about like taking Devonte Adams. I mean, I think that, Debo's a good player, but if we're talking about the team that he's on and the quarterback that he has thrown to them, I'd be hesitant to take him for that reason. Um, I, li- I like Debo a lot as a player. I think that if he allowed them to continue to use him as kind of like a two-way player, almost running back wide receiver, that he'd put up numbers regardless of who's throwing the ball to him. Um, but if he strictly wants to be a wide receiver, I think that hurts his fantasy value. It doesn't hurt his value as a player, but hurts his fantasy value. 
I'm sure he'll line up in the backfield, you know, some. I just don't know how much more uh, he's going to be back there or how much he's going to be back there compared to last year. He's Gamecock trash, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, I'll go. All I had to say. I'll, I'll go next. Uh, mine, Travis, uh, doesn't really pair with your, I guess, value quarterback pick, but my bust is going to be A.J. Brown in Philadelphia. And this is more of the system that's ran there with, with, with Jalen Hurts. Like I said, Jalen Hurts had 10 rushing touchdowns last year. He is a lot – like they run a lot of like read option with those little tiny running backs in Philly. I just don't see A.J. Brown getting the volume he got in Tennessee as like the go-to guy. And especially it's kind of the same thing. Like his current ADP is 26, ninth wide receiver off the board. Call me crazy if A.J. Brown's there for me in the second or second or third round. I'm probably not going to take him. I just don't see him meshing with that offense well, especially right away. So – that was my bust pick. I don't think he's gonna be bad. I don't think he's gonna be great. I would I would take him in the third round, not early, uh, but I would take him in the third round. I think that he's gonna get production because that is literally the only, not the only, but like that is their guy. They went all in for him. They're going to design plays around around him, but maybe, maybe not. We'll see how that goes. Um, my, my bust is a fantastic wide receiver that I think is just going to succumb to the product of the team that he's on and the people that are around him. And it's Mike Evans. Um, I say this every year that I think like, oh, Mike Evans isn't going to have as good of a year this year because they've got so much talent in that wide receiver core. And then he proves me wrong. So he might prove me wrong again this year, but my God, that team has too many fucking cooks in the kitchen. There is Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, um, Scotty Miller, who I know barely saw the field last year, Leonard Fournette. You've got uh, Tyler Johnson, Mike Evans himself, Cameron Brake, Kyle Rudolph. Like the list just goes on and on. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And you've got a 45-year-old thrown to you. I I just, I mean, I, again, I've said this for the past four years that at some point Brady's got to fall off. It's <laughs> dumb, but he managed to do it last year, too. Like, the dude, I don't know what it is, but he'll, and he just catches, he's a touchdown machine. And that's so my I, point, right? Is like, it's, it's not, you know, I'm taking it as a risk and saying that it's going to be a bust. And again, not to say that he's not going to have a good year, but I just, I can't see him as right now they've got him 11th overall. I can't see him finishing as like a top 10 wide receiver. Um, so 
we'll see what happens. I, Brady's got to fall off at some point. It might be when he's fifty-five, but I wouldn't reach I for know. him. That's for sure. I love yeah. Kevin though. I am going to disagree with both you guys. That was almost my like best wide receiver pick because I saw a stat, and you guys have both said Devonta Adams. In your in your both your opinions, have said this maybe the both the best wide receiver in the in the league. They both got drafted in the same year. Mike Evans has better stats than Devontae Adams since coming into the league. And think about think think about that. Think about the quality of quarterbacks that Mike Evans has had thrown to him versus what Devontae Adams has had his entire career. The only the only caveat to that and counterpoint that I would make is also think about the weapons that the Buccaneers had prior to Chris Godwin and think about the weapons that Aaron Rodgers had. Um, when Devontae Adams played in his first few years of Jordy Nelson, um, I Randall believe, Cobb. uh, well, yeah, Randall Cobb. I can't, I can't remember when, um, what's his, oh my God, now I'm blanking. Um, but there was other wide receivers. Yeah. That were putting up who's solid. The guy, who's the guy Adams. that went down with the what. neck injury and never came back. Was he, oh, still, was he still there? Jermichael Finley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that guy. Um, but no, I do love Mike. I like Mike Evans as a player. I think he's a baller. He is truly cares about what he does and he tries every snap. Yeah, but but to agree with Ethan, I've seen I've seen the connection that Tom Brady and, Hul- and Julio Jones have. And I think that's wide receiver one on that team. Like it's scary the connection they have there. He can't play enough. He's too old, man. He can't play as many he stays snaps. Healthy, as yeah. Evans, no, but you're saying like it, Tom Brady's going to have Julio Jones in the fucking TB12 miracle method, and he's going to turn into a goddamn 28-year-old wide receiver again because Tom Brady's ageless. I don't know. That team is just dumb. It's been dumb, and it continues to get even more stupid. Uh, another, th- another thing with that team is, like, what's it going to look like without Bruce Arians being head coach? Because it's now Byron Lutwich, too. So, Yeah, it's gonna. that's crazy. That's crazy. My stay away, because I had another bus too. I, I did a stay away for each one. I don't know why, but I couldn't just pick one. My stay away, and we already talked about it, is Mike Williams. There's 0% chance that he puts up production he did last year. Ethan already said it was front-loaded. And then add to the fact that he's he's going to be pre-put in a situation where he's just destined for failure. At what What is he? Wide receiver what? Heading into the year. Anybody know off the top of their head? Um, Hold on. I had it pulled up. Mike Williams, where's he at? He is uh, 49. There you go. ADP? What's his wide receiver rank? Uh, 18. Yeah, I hate that. So he's ahead of guys like DK Metcalf, Amon, Ross St. Brown, Chris Godwin, um, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks, which Brandon Cooks might be a sleeper too because he's the only guy in Houston. Um. He's ahead of Mari Cooper, Gabe Davis, Mike Michael Thomas. He's ahead of a lot of good guys. Crazy. Yeah. That is nutso. Um, so we have that. Who's your guys' rookie? Rookie wide receiver to pick up. I'll go quick because uh, I'll make this quick. Uh I love George Pickens. I've seen I've seen videos of him from camp and uh preseason. Dude's a boss. I think he's gonna be good. Uh, Paris and well, Travis pick with Kenny Pickett earlier. I think in two to three years, the Steelers might be dangerous again. I don't know, man. People are saying the Steelers are going to be dangerous this year. <laughs> Seriously? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't buy that much. Ethan, who you got? Um, I, I shouldn't say I have two, but I have two. One of them is a, like, if you want to start now wide receiver this year for your dynasty team, 
I really like Traylon Burks in Tennessee, um, regardless of who's throwing the ball to him. I think that as a wide receiver to next to Robert Woods, he's going to get a lot of opportunities to catch the ball. Um, and then if you want a guy uh, for value for, you know, your dynasty team building into the future, I really like Jamison Williams. I think that um, Jared Goff, that could be his last year in Detroit, depending on how they do this year. Um, if they can find themselves a high quality quarterback, him alongside the, and, St. Brown money. And that quarter, quarterback class next year is loaded, loaded. Yep. Yeah. I like those. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out two as well. Uh, I like, again, for this year and like this year only a lot of somebody who's going to be able to get the ball lots, Chris Olave uh, from the saints, James Winston, we know throws the ball around a ton. He's going to be in there. They've got weapons, so he's not going to be singled out by any big-name corner. So I like that. And then one for the future, call me crazy, but they're going to have to rebuild, and he might be one of the starting pieces, is Wandale Robinson, the wide receiver from the Giants. I've heard nothing but good things about him in the preseason. So could be a a sneaky pickup to take or just pick up and, and stash if you're in a dynasty league. All right. Yep. At at Sean Malone, give us the all twenty two tape on him. Break, break <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. We're gonna round out fantasy talk with uh with some QB wide receiver cuffs cuffs that are manageable. Don't give yes. me no one that you're gonna draft first second round because that's just not gonna be attainable for hardly anyone without reaching. Uh, Ethan, give me a QB wide receiver cuff that you like. I mean, I've already said it today, and I, I think it is realistic. Um, you might waste a third-round pick on a quarterback, which kind of sucks, um, maybe fourth round, but it's Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen because I think you can get yep. them third, fourth, or fourth, fifth, so um, or third, fifth, or whatever, some combination of those rounds. Um, I think you can definitely get those two. That's, if, if it works out for me, that's who I'm going to ride with this year. Um, so for those of you who are listening that are in our fantasy league and those of you you two that are right here. Um, I hope that that doesn't spoil anything for me, but um, that's, that's who I would ride with. No, that's All right. That was mine. God damn it. Um, I did have a backup. That's like, it was like absolute reach, but I think Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert are doable. Mine is something that I think you would have to reach for both, but if you got them both on your team, it's dangerous. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Um, I'll one up you. I'll one up you in something that's much more manageable. Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. I like that one a lot. Oh, what I was going to say with Josh Allen, Josh Allen's ADP is 24. So if you're in 12 man league or 10 man league, it's late second, early third. Diggs is 13. So you're, you know, early second, um, early to mid second. I think if you're sitting there and you're, you got the number eight pick. And you're like, okay, I'm picking an eight. I'm picking at 12. I'm not going to pick again until 24. I personally would be like, is this is this worth is this worth juice worth a squeeze? I think it is to do Diggs and Allen, but I do like Diggs and Davis. I, I want to hear your your thoughts on that. With I'll, that, it's like you're not you're not you're not cuffing like back to back. It's like yeah, you you get your quarterback and Josh Allen if you want to take the first quarterback off the board. And then we saw what Gabe Davis did in the playoffs last year. I think that is only like a coming of what he is to be. Um. And then he is wide receiver 28. So you can get him way late. You can get him in like the seventh round if you really want to. Yeah. ADP of 71. So actually early eighth, early, late seventh, early eighth. Yeah. 
Exactly. I think, Jarrett, were you saying that if you had like the eighth pick, you would take Diggs and Josh Allen one, two, like first round, second round? Yeah. So I, I think realistically, because of the way that people draft quarterbacks, that if you had the that eighth he, pick, you could probably you could probably get him at 24, 25, whatever the pick is, um, and take a Stefan Diggs and a running back or whatever for your first two rounds. I think that that could realistically happen. Yeah, it could. So, I mean, uh, if you're thinking about that, I mean, running uh, backs, I, running backs at that, at that stage. If I'm picking, if I'm picking eighth and twelve, I mean, I, I still have my options at Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, pe- people like that, Javante Williams. So, yeah, that's not a that's not a bad call there. E. I don't hate that at all. You're basically taking a risk though that no one's going to take Josh Allen in front of you before 24. Yeah, yep. that is a risk if you really want to cuff him up. Uh, I just had to throw that out there with yours because you said Josh Allen and he was in. I had. A, a few of them to pick just in case one of them got stolen. Another one I like is one that's pretty maintainable. It's uh, Dak and CD. They're both seven in perspective of their position. QB seven, wide receiver seven. I'm saying if you're if you're not getting a high end QB, that's not a bad cup to fall back on if you take CD Lamb early. Yeah, CD Lamb is the twentieth ADP. So it's again, you know. Late second, That's a second round wide receiver and a late QB. Yeah, you can still get solid, solid running backs there. I don't hate that at all. I like I'll, that. Uh, I'll give you a a good one that it goes against what you guys said earlier because you had your bust as Patrick Mahomes, but Juju Smith Schuster is almost going in the ninth round of draft picks, and he's their wide receiver one, and he is the first Kansas City wide receiver off the board. Um, we'll say I had him on my team last year. I know it's a totally different offense, but the dude has fallen off completely. Like I benched oh, him for his ACL for didn't play for half the season, but yes. <laughs> right. I had him last year, but I feel like I benched him more often than not. I just don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's that great. Yeah. Outside of that, the only other cuff I could see for me personally, I, I mean, the Mike Evans, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I mean, Tom Brady, I would stay away from, but yeah, I, I don't see anybody else that's lucrative or J- possible. Maybe Joe Burrow and, and, and T Higgins, but I'm not, I'm not high on T Higgins this year. I think he's gonna have a, have, have a fall off here, but Jarrett won't like this, but it, it matches up decently well with what I've already said is uh, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. I think that might not be a horrible one. Yeah, and like I said, like I don't think AJ Brown's gonna have a terrible year. I just don't think where his ADP's at. Like I don't think it, for me that's where that's where I draft him at. You know, but if he's gonna be thrown, if if you get him, you might as well get Hurts because that's the majority of Hurts touchdown passes are gonna be to AJ Brown. Passes, so. yeah, passes, yeah, yeah. I think I think Hurts is gonna have more rushing touchdowns this year than he had last year. I think he's gonna be like upwards of twelve, thirteen this year. All right. Ethan, you got any more? Uh, I mean, not really. Like, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, because you can get Kirk Cousins so late is an option. Um, and then another one that's not real at all, but I just thought off the top of my head, is Jimmy Garoppolo and Amari Cooper when the Browns inevitably trade for Jimmy Garoppolo because they lose to Sean Watson for the entire season. Um, that's going to so happen. That's, so that's also talk, an option. Can I talk about Did you guys get that ESPN alert the other day? <clears throat> Roger Goodell's Elaborate. Appealing. <laughs> Roger Goodell's appealing it because um, he does, he believes it deserved a full season. Then you shouldn't have fucking left it to a third party judge. You should have just fucking suspended him for a full season. Yeah, yeah, I don't, no, I agree. I don't, 
I'm like a whole mess. Not not the fact that you brought it up. I'm just over the whole situation. We've known this was coming. This should have happened last year, like months ago, months and months ago. Not over the summer. Yeah, and, now this, and, and it's gonna suck because it's all we're gonna hear all football fucking season long because it didn't happen sooner. But yeah, and, he no should have got a full it. year. He probably will get a full year. Yeah, they took the Browns' win total off DraftKings too. By the way, did they really? Well, also the National Masseuse um, Conference was in Cleveland. Is in year, Cleveland so. this year? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Guess who's going to be attending with all his time <laughs> off? Uh, question: Does anyone know if he is like when that happens? Like he has to be relieved from team duties? I think he probably still go to meetings. I think he probably still go to like stuff like that. I don't think he'll be allowed to be practice. allowed to be on the sidelines or practice. Ah, uh, ooh, tough. I mean, who's their backup quarterback? They fucking literally they signed Josh Rosen. Like, so. if, if, if a good way to find out is to see if Calvin Ridley's been at training camp. Mm, yeah, because he's suspended for a full year. You're not wrong. So, but to be fair, Calvin Ridley's probably in Vegas. So, <laughs> Jesus, just just don't end up like uh, what's his what's his dick. Pete Rose? No, the guy, the guy the guy who killed those people in that car wreck. Oh Jesus, oh, Jesus Christ. Christ, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more action. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> All right, let's go into this weekend's fights. We haven't talked about fights in a little bit. This weekend we have... UFC Dogwater, which is 278 in. Does anybody know where it's at? I'll give you. I believe it's in San Diego. No, it's last time it was in San Diego. This one is in, I want to say somewhere in Texas. Ethan? Is it in Houston? Houston? I don't have a fucking clue. I just know that the fights start in in the nighttime, so it's definitely not overseas. It is in fucking Salt Lake City. Ah, there oh, you go, Utah. Yeah, you're you're sending all the white people going to come out and watch some UFC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> them and all their wives and kids. Absolutely. Like Zach, yeah. Zach Wilson's whole family is going to buy out the arena. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Kamara Usman, Leon Edwards are the main uh, event. Obviously, fighting for the welterweight title. And that is it for title fights on this card. But we're not going to hype on it too long. We're just going to give you a few of our favorite picks. We're not even going to run down the card. Um, Ethan, if you have a pick, you can throw it out. Jarrett, we're going to go pick by pick until we're out. Ethan, you have a pick right now off the top of your brain. Pick by pick until we're out. Um, For the value, I just like Jose Aldo in that matchup against. uh, I do too. Jose Aldo is my favorite pick of of the card. Yep. Divalishvi? Nirad Vashvili. Vashvili, thank you. Um <laughs> I was just kind of looking at their at their matchup and kind of how they matched up against each other, I guess. And they honestly pretty even, it felt like to me, but I felt like one Jose Aldo, I think, can withstand more hits and also he delivers more significant significant strikes. But like I think they're bigger blows when he does connect. Um, and I think that that's going to be the difference maker in this fight. Here's me. Here's, here's my, here's my thing with Aldo. Uh, Aldo. Aldo. 
I think he's gonna he wants another he wants another title shot. He's gonna get it. I really do. I honestly think he's he's gonna get it, and he's not gonna lose to Murab Dashalvi. Like that's that's just bottom line. Like you look at uh, look at his track record. He's lost to Peter Yan, Conor McGregor. Like he's just lost to legends. And this guy's he's fighting is not a legend. Uh, great value at, at plus one ten. We thought he was going away. Came back, beat Jeremy Stevens, Renato Moicano. Thought he was going away again. Came back, beat Marlon Chito Vera, who right now is like about to get a title shot and then Rob font uh, and, if you, and Pedro Munoz, like he is all the way back. Just when you think he's going away, he's not going away. Um, so yeah, I love him in this fight. Plus Plus one ten, excellent odds. We all have that around the board. Um, Jared, I'll kick it off to you with your second pick. Technically. I love Kamaru Usman by decision at minus minus one ten. Um, these two have fought before Usman and, and Leon Edwards, Edwards has never been TKO'd. I know Usman has the potential to TKO somebody. I don't think it's going to be Leon. I think they're, I think they're both going to fight super technical. I think they're both going to fight super scared. I think it's going to be a very, 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 very boring title fight. Um, can you not hear me? The over. What's the over? It's four and a half. It was like minus 165. Uh, this fight is going to suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to suck ass, absolutely. Unless Leon Edwards knocks him out, it's going to suck. stomping on toes. Yeah, it was going to be me cage hugging, stomping on toes. It was going to be boring. I don't. I want to bet on Leon Edwards just because it's plus three ten, and I hate Kamaru Usman, but it's going to suck. Kamaru Usman by decision is probably Kamaru Usman by decision, and the over is probably your best bet. And then honestly, fucking fuck it, sprinkle because Leon Edwards is going is going to win one way, and that is by TKO. So you might as well just fucking sprinkle and bink, Trent, book it. Book of Trent style. Yep. Don't hate it. I mean, outside of that, there are just enormous favorites on this card. That's why it's going to, it's not a good for bet. It's not a good betting card. I like Paulo Costa by TKO against Luke uh, Rockhold. Rockhold's been fucking getting his dick rocks. Keep the wine away from him this weekend. You, uh, no you wine. beat me to it, but uh, I like Paulo Costa by TKO in round two. Because there's Ooh. value there, plus yeah. three sixty. There you um, go. Because I could see it. Worst. Yeah, I think the, I, you could see it going through round one, but I think early second round. I'll, I'll call it right now. Two minutes into the second round, TKO. I don't Do think that. Go if, ahead, unless, if Paulo Costa comes out like kind of feeling it out because he's lost a couple in a row, I like that. If he comes out swinging, Luke Rockhold has some of the worst defense in the UFC. So he could knock him out in the first round, but I'm like, I, I don't yeah, know that'll happen. I was looking at Luke Rockhold because I've I've always thought him as thought of him as a legend because that's how I've known him. That's what people have described him. He's really not that good. He's really not. No, I, I mean, don't he's ever. Gotten a lot of title fights. What? He's gotten a lot of title fights, but that's it against nobodies. <laughs> he beat Chris Weidman. Lost to hey, he lost to Michael Bisping in the title fight. <laughs> And then Yoel Romero, because they probably just stood there for fucking 15, 25 minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not one. I'm I'm not one to uh, hedge a bet or to recommend to hedge a bet because it's called gambling for a reason. But if you wanted uh, Paula Costa by TKO KO in round one is plus two twenty. You could sprinkle a little bit on both. 
and you'd still make some money. But um, I you don't know. by KO and then by TKO in every round, you're gonna win some money. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. win some money. Might be a or dollar. Lose a lot. You're gonna win some money, or, or, or lose a lot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, yeah. Outside of that, like I said, huge favorites. I like a parlay, a parla. Let's get it. Alexander Romanov, sixteen and zero. He's minus four fifty favorite. Jesus Christ. Tyson Pedro. He's a minus eight hundred favorite. He's fighting Harry Hunsucker. <laughs> he might, might as well be Dick Sucker because he's horrible. Um, throw Jose Aldo in there for value. Paulo Costa, Camaro. What is it? Uh, let me configure that real quick. Because I just I th- I had the odds on one of them, and then I threw in Jose Aldo in there because a lot of the others were favorites. I like that. Um, I like that. I I love those UFC parlays where you throw in like one little favorite. I did that the other weekend with Usman's um, brother. Who's like a big, big time dog, and I fucking want to show a lot of money. So the five of them are plus four hundred. Don't good. hate that at all. Don't hate that at all. Four really, the only time. one you're, the only one that's like a semi gamble is Jose Aldo, and we all three had him, so it's a pretty solid pick to me. I like that. All right, well that's UFC two seventy eight. It's not hard running very longer. The next UFC card is gonna be a lot better. I believe two seventy nine. Two seventy nine is Diaz and. What's his dick, right? Uh, Chemaev. Yeah. And then uh, 279 is Diaz and Chemaev. And then 280. Is that big? I don't have it posted yet. Yeah, they do. Um, I thought 280 was. Oh, yeah. Oliveira and Makachev. Oliveira and Makachev, O'Malley and Yawn, uh, Sterling and Dillashaw. Yeah. And then. Well, even even before the next uh, two seventy nine, you have uh, Gone and Tuivasa, and also Robert so Robert, Whitaker, Robert Whitaker's fighting Marvin Vittorio on that on that card too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we got some good ones to end the year. So don't let this one get you down. We also have some snoozers to end the year too. So yeah. it's going to be here and there every few weeks. We'll cover UFC card, but let's switch it up for some fun for you guys. We're going to bring back something we haven't done in like a year and a half. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's probably been that long. God, you got some cards there, my friend. I don't have, we're not going to go with that many, but um, all right, we're going to do some, we're going to do some answer the internet. We'll spend probably about 10 minutes or so doing this. Um, Okay. Answer the internet. Would you rather the world lost women or all sports? 
That's fucking horrible. That's just a terrible question. I am going to have to say all sports because my wife gave me my son and I can never replace that. Yeah, you uh, can because you have him already. Okay. Well, if I want True, he said all women. Yeah, I, I'm just saying like I cannot do that because I've learned by having a child that I can get by without sports. Do I still love him? Absolutely, but I can get by without it. That's all I'm going to oh, say no. all sports for me. I don't know. Sports don't nag at you. This is true. This is true. I think I, think I would also have to say all sports um, without sounding too much like somebody who sits in my room all day. Um, as long as I still had video games, I think that I would be okay. Seriously, though. That, and that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, like, if I don't have sports, like, what is my escape? It's going to be Xbox, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Or golf. Well, like, would you be able to play golf, though? As a sport, so no. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's an activity. I feel like you're watching. You like you can still go out and play things. You, there's just no like there's no leagues. But it, like no actual it, leagues. It said all sports. It didn't say all sports that you watch say, or that, all that organized sports. That would mean that you can't jump in your car because there's NASCAR. But you're not racing. Sometimes I am. That would mean <laughs> that would mean I, I couldn't go for a run because there's cross country. Uh, we're getting a little too into this now is what it sounds like um i would say I guess if there's you no casually played a round of golf what it is. yeah yeah that right, would mean right. my job would not exist okay so that, yours would neither not would mine either, <laughs> my fucking job wouldn't exist so uh all right we'll all go right, into so that one a little too much <laughs> would you rather wear winter clothes in the summer or summer clothes in the winter this is tough Wait. I have to ask first, though. Was there a consensus on that first card? It doesn't. No, this isn't like. Uh, no, it doesn't. Oh. doesn't this is the answer. Bummer. So I, I can do poll the internet. I'm pull some poll the internet. We'll do some in a second. Let's answer this yep. one. Would you rather wear winter clothes in the summer or summer clothes in the winter? I'm going to go winter clothes in or sorry, summer clothes in the winter. Yes. I'd rather be cold and hot. <laughs> you say winter percent. clothes in the summer, you're a fucking serial killer. Yep. <laughs> okay. There's no way. No way. There are people that I see in this area that walk around with like the fucking Michelin man looking coats on in August. Like I saw somebody last week walking through campus with the puffy ass jacket. And I'm like, how are you not dying? It makes it no 90, sense. To me. It was 95 degrees the other day last week or a week or two ago here. I remember this vividly. This guy teed off on hole one by himself walking with a black tracksuit on. I was like, you're going to fucking die out there. You're going to yeah, die. No. <laughs> no, I'm personally a bigger fan of the cold in general. Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy my summers. But as soon as that cool weather hits in the fall, man, that's that's like the I love best. the next six months are just paradise. What adds to it is sweatpants and hoodies in the fall. Mm-hmm. But I would be miserable in the summer. So you got to go with the fall one. Dude, seriously, like. And this summer's been miserable too. I'm I'm over it. So this one is a little bit personal. Let's do we'll do two or three more answers, and I got some polls. The internet. So answer the internet. <laughs> oh fuck! God damn it! Are you? Can <laughs> get it out? I can't. <laughs> Are you a wet? <laughs> I can't. Are you a wet? <laughs> 
Stop laughing. Come on. Are you a wet or dry masturbator? <laughs> I mean, if we gotta if we have to answer the question. <laughs> so I, know I, I know I couldn't do it. I'm I'm assuming what you mean by that first of all is that like if you masturbate, are you using like lube or lotion, lotion or, or some shit, shit, or are you just dry dry rubbing that yeah. shit until, until you're ready to go? Uh, the answer is the second one, it's the only right yeah. one. I'm not taking my fucking time to go grab some shit to make me feel better. Um, I, I got a purpose here, so. <laughs> it's dry. If you, you again, you're a serial killer. If you use any type of wet things to make it feel better, it's like people who sit on their hand to make it numb, so it feels like it's not theirs. <laughs> no, I hate that, dude. I hate when my body limbs go numb when I take a shit for a long time. My legs go numb. <laughs> all right, all right. That's it. I couldn't. Sorry, I couldn't get that one out. That was tough. That was tough to get out. All right. Would you rather have wet socks for a whole year or a year or a year long cold? Year long cold. Year long cold. No doubt about it. Give me. I have to change my fucking socks immediately. Wet socks. Give me wet socks. I fucking can't stand having a cold. Yeah, I was about to say if the wet socks don't give you the cold, then wet socks all day. Um, because I just, you're right. I, I mean, having like stuffy nose, you're coughing constantly, miserable. you're fucking blowing your nose, feeling miserable for a year. Sounds horrendous. Wet socks, bro. Dude, I, I, I get wet socks at work. Yeah. Fucking banana work, bread. Bro? You're going to get blisters, first of all. So? I'm taking take my out. socks off every day and my feet are just you fucking, didn't say it's fucking it. flu. You said it's a cold. That's miserable. Your nose is fucking soft. Stuffy, you can't, stuffy can't nose. That's really it. Well, cough too. Could be a cough. Could be. Could be depends month. on every what type of cold you get. I guess. Of months. Okay. All right. All right. So we, we this one. Wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. We didn't cover Ethan. What'd you say about in the car? Huh? You said something about you take your socks off in the car. No, I said take my socks off at the end of the day, and my feet are just pruny as shit. Um. <laughs> That wouldn't be really fun, but oh. I'm I take I take that over a cold. Uh, that's how I take my socks off in the car. That might be a loop around, like when you wear flip flops, you have to wear socks with the flip flops or like sandals. Yes, sweat socks. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, you, no, I'm just kidding. Anytime you put socks on, though, they're wet. That's fine. I I take that because I I wear Sperry's or sandals probably about two thirds of the summer. Um, would you rather? <laughs> Would you rather fuck the hottest girl celebrity who has a dick or Vin Diesel with a pussy? <laughs> what are these questions? <laughs> this is a barstool game, right? Yeah. You oh, know those interns were just sitting in that fucking I'm going, office coming up with I'm the going, most ridiculous shit. I'm going number one. Yeah, got to. Yeah, yeah. got to. Yeah. No, I, right, I think that's a pretty easy one. Pretty easy consensus. One. Oh my god, that video today speaking of Barstool of the guy with no arms that got arrested. They got arrested ran into in Florida. How's he pulling <laughs> that? How's he pulling that? How's he I never been left speechless before in my life, but I'm speechless. Uh 
Don't forget right. to go into a crack addict. <laughs> All right. Let's do some poll of the internets real quick. These these are easy. So we can't really answer this because two of us are married. Third one, Ethan's about to get married. Uh, but back in but back in the day when you were going out to get to try to get laid, did you jerk off first? <laughs> no. Uh, that was an easy one for me. Stamina. No. <laughs> I said I said no as well. But fifty seven percent of Barcel readers said yes. Interesting. That's weird. What do you go in the bathroom of the pregame and just? Or at your house? I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fucking. You're you're really anticipating getting laid here. Yeah, I here's my thought process. I went out and I didn't expect to get laid. So if it happened, cool. That, that was all my. Uh, are you an <laughs> asshole if you sit in the back and don't talk to an Uber driver by yourself? No, no. no. 90% of Barcelona readers said no. I agree. No, you're not an asshole. If I were an Uber driver and it was a solo person, I would prefer that. All right. Yeah, and that's like, what I was going to say. I, th- I feel like the majority of Uber drivers would prefer that. It's like, yeah, it's just a chill ride. You don't say shit. Get your ride over. You're done with. Yeah. Me and Travis both drove Uber in college, so we... I don't, def- I don't need to care like you <laughs> care or act like you care. I really don't give a shit. Just sit mm. back there and shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> This is going to be divided consensus. I feel like what's better, boneless wings or regular wings? Oh, regular, thousand. Regular, yep. Regular is better. I like regular. Boneless I just never get them because there's usually better deals on bone. I'll get boneless wings from B Dubs on Thursdays, but I like I love bone and wings. All right, cool, great. We all agree. Fifty five percent of Barcelona readers said uh, regular. We've already, me and Chad's already talked about the one in the past. All right. Um, would you rather win a World Cup in a soccer crazy country or win any U.S. sports title? Any U.S. sports title? Yeah, I'm just yeah. not a big soccer guy. Like, I no nothing against soccer, but if I won like the World Cup in fucking what? Like, I'm trying to think of the crazy soccer city or England? soccer countries. You know, you like like Germany, Argentina, Spain. We're not gonna go down to the pub and have a few pints, eh? <laughs> but uh I'm fucking go party what are you fucking canadian a I... <laughs> yes it's where canadians go to soccer <laughs> and they're going to pubs um yeah. hey they, yeah, call no, pub, just... they call bars pubs in england okay yes they do in england not in fucking canada canada <laughs> canada um well, you said never... a that's that's canada a i don't know canada. i just want to put everything in there all right i just like I don't know. For me, if you don't really enjoy the sport of soccer, which like I'm not super into soccer, but then you sit there and think like I'm a big baseball person and just like imagine like winning game seven of the World Series as somebody who's a huge baseball fan. If you're a huge football fan, imagine throwing a game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like to me, that's way more impactful than a fucking one to nothing victory in a 90 minute soccer game in the World Cup when you beat Czech Republic. I don't know. Like that's just that's just me. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, yeah. got you. 
We're, we're going to do one more poll of the internet. And I got a what was the more. consensus? Oh, sorry. The consensus was um, 62% would choose B, won a, won a title in, in a U.S. country. Would you rather watch your dad fuck a 100-year-old man or watch your <laughs> – And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be our show today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, or or watch your mother kill someone. Oh, murder all day B. long. Uh, yeah. yeah. B, murder. Uh, 85% said B. The, the, for those 15%, betterhelp.com, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is a place that you can go. Oh, my God. All right, so we're gonna so we're gonna do one more of the cards. It's called debate debate the internet, which is basically we debate if it was acceptable for men to carry purses, what would you carry in your in your purse? Hmm. Chapstick, <laughs> definitely a thousand percent. I um, never have that when I need it. Yeah, this is uh, true. A phone cash charger, maybe, but I never really carry cash anymore. So, phone chargers are huge because you can't put like, stuff charger. a phone charger in your pocket. No, yep. very uncomfortable. Um, um, if it was March of 2021, I would have said vaccination card, but now I don't give a shit about that, so that's in the trash. Um, masks, yeah, masks, but nowadays, yeah, I mean that's really it for me, right? Chargers and no. fucking chapstick. Chargers, chapstick. You got. There's got to be some more shit in there that we gotta keep. Maybe a fucking spare pair of boxers just in case I shart. <laughs> What's the size of the purse, though? Because I was gun. thinking like a little clutch. A gun. <laughs> Call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you never you got know. that strap on me anytime I need it. Um, I uh, hate, obviously, this is, this is a giveaway, but I hate having my car keys in my pocket. It drives me insane. Same. It fucking drives me nuts. Um, just my I did buy one of those new, just my wallet um, in general too. Well, yeah. I did just buy one of those new slim wallets that I, full disclosure, I just started getting a bunch of fucking ads on TikTok for wallets and I don't know why, but I also had my wallet since high school. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna buy a new one. I bought one of those like, was it one of those Ridge wallets? wallets? Yep. That they like pop up when you click the side of it and your Oh, those are sweet. They're so nice. And during the Amazon, like prime day or whatever it fucking was i got one for like 30 bucks and they're 80 dollar wallets so i uh definitely i jumped on that and i have it and it's actually super nice you can't even tell it's in your pocket half the time i got it i got it i got it a fucking koozie yeah yeah Don't have koozie Yo, in my purse speaking sorry i'm sidetracking again but speaking <laughs> of koozies we're at the nationals game uh i guess it's been two weeks ago now and when we ordered so they at the the national stadium full disclosure they sell the big ass cans of beer like the tall boys um and when we bought one they fucking gave us one of the giant koozies for it like i'd never seen a koozie that big free for free just gave it to us when travis buy them yeah when travis and i went to the dolphins game in cincinnati three years four years ago now this this football season um we were at a tailgate and we had to buy, I still have it. It's like a big orange koozie for the tall boys. Cause Travis and I bought tall boys before we walked in the stadium and drank them like in their like little concourse area. So yeah, they but. sell them at the, at the, at Kauffman stadium, the Royal stadium. 
they like sell them separately with your beer. So you have to pay like an extra like five or six bucks for it. But in the summer heat, it's definitely worth it. But yeah. if you had a purse, you would never have to worry yeah. about that. All right. If you could get access to one person's phone and look at all their shit, who would it be? Mm. I have my answer. It's just because I'm curious. LeBron James. I've heard forever that he's like sliding on girls' DMs and shit. I want to see if that's true. I, I really do. Because he has a wife and fucking three kids, and they've been like together since he was in high school or like whatever. His wife's pretty, pretty hard on the eyes, if we're being honest. So I wouldn't doubt it. She's not great looking. But <laughs> I, I want to see it. Because if he if he is DMing people, I don't know who it is. Because I've heard it's like the Jenners. And, and people I'm like, in your wife's DMs. Your wife sent me DMs. His his would be fun too. Conor McGregor's phone. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really oh my fun. God. Yeah, that's a uh, tough question. That, that is really tough. I don't have anybody off the top of my head. Fucking maybe Jake Paul, just to see how ridiculous Ooh. shit he's fucking doing in his spare time and who he's talking to and all that stuff. By the way, did you guys see him try to take batting practice yes. with the Marlins today? Yes. I don't know how that dude has a following in general. How does he hit a? How does he hit someone with the boxing match? That's what I'm saying. You can't hit a baseball going 50 miles an hour at him. I don't know. That's that's a very tough question, though. Um, anyone's phone? Probably the without getting political. I want to know what the fuck the president talks about on a daily basis. I was about to say, without getting political, <laughs> I would just love to see what because I know that for the most part, most presidents, right, and not just like Biden, Trump, whatever. Most presidents have people take care of all that shit for them. So it's like the things that they do do by themselves. <laughs> right. What, what do they, they do? <laughs> the fuck do they talk about? Especially when you have these 80 year olds. Yeah. Joe Biden asking his wife what time his afternoon nap is. <laughs> or Donald Trump asking on, his man. fucking friends where they're going golfing in the afternoon. That's about it. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll do. Oh, we can't do that one because that one's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> Give us one more good one. Yeah, because this one, this one, I, I wouldn't even know how to answer this one. All right, here we go. I just finished my third beer, too, so I'm not getting a fourth Ooh. one out. This one's good. How long could you go sober for? Well, clearly not very. <laughs> um, Two weeks. That sounds really bad. I would say I've tr- no, it doesn't, because I've tried to do the whole sober January, like sober month thing, and I've work. lasted. I've lasted about. I think the longest I've done it since me and my wife been together has been about two weeks, ten to fourteen. If I if I absolutely had to, I could go for as long as I wanted to. But if it's just like, hey, you don't have to. You just whenever you're wanting to grab a beer, you can grab a beer. So that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. How long could you not not like? It's how. Oh, long I could never. I could never drink if again. If someone was if like, I you can't to, drink like, again, yeah. I could, I would, I would not drink again. But if someone was like, hey, let's see how long you can go without drinking, probably two weeks. That's so that's the mindset. Not like you get a medical diagnosis, like you can never drink right. again. But like what Travis said, like, hey, someone's making a bet with you. I'm thinking two yeah. weeks. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed, because I used to think I could go way longer, but lately, like, so <laughs> my fiance and I, Carissa, we would like, we'll be like, ah, like we're not going to drink this week. Cause we just went out this weekend. Like we spent a lot of money on beer, wine or whatever. And then we'll come home after work and we'll be like, 
you want to pop open that bottle of wine um, because like I really need a glass tonight or whatever. And then yeah. I mean, we've got like a whole like literally to my left right now, we have 10 bottles of wine sitting on a shelf and then just an array of liquors and then beer in the fridge. So like it's right here at my disposal, too. So it's so hard to just be like, nah, this thing is an adult. Like I as will- you get as you get older, like you don't you realize you don't have to you don't have to drink to get fucked up. You drink just like uh, to, yeah. just to fucking just to relieve no. the stress a little bit. Exactly. Literally, sun was that Sunday night or yeah, Sunday night. Uh, I got home from Memphis and then me, Ethan, and our friend Lucas hopped on Xbox and I hear Lucas crack open a beer and <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, are we drinking tonight?" He's like, oh, "I'm drinking," and I was like, "Well, I was gonna not drink tonight, but I got a few left over in the fridge, so I might as well crack them up." And that was thing like. Like before, like so, up until this past Saturday, and I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but like this past Saturday, I didn't drink. Before that, I had drank nine days in a row, but it's not like I drank like a ton. Like I like drinking. Yeah, some nights I had like one beer. Some nights I had two or three. Like it was just here and there, because you know. But like Ethan said, like you get home, or not get home, you you get done with the day. Like it's been a long fucking day. I'm gonna crack a beer and unwind a little bit. You know, and that's that's all you need. So. I could I could go two weeks I think two if someone's like hey how long could you could you go not have to go two weeks yeah it's very rare that I binge drink so I think I could go two weeks unless there was like a some big event coming up or like a get together that everyone was having but I'll do it's just although I do I will say I miss binge drinking oh I I I binge drank I was telling Jared about this before we hopped on this weekend Saturday I went to the uh, St. Jude Championship I had on Saturday I had six transfusions. It was great. It was a Jesus fun. Christ. Damn. They're 20 ounces. Yeah. Started drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. We uh we were out, I guess it was two weekends ago. Um, and one of our friends was like, We we brought up buying a bag of uh and I'm gonna butcher it because I always forget how to pronounce it, but Franzia. Is that what it Franz- is? Franzia. 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 Um and we were going to slap the bag, and they were like, what's that? And I was like, oh, my God, you've never slapped the bag in your life. Um, so that kind of, like, got me in that, like, mindset of, like, man, miss the old days of, like, tailgate Saturdays and pulling out one of those bags and just uh, <laughs> having a really fucking ridiculous day with shit like that. So Having a really um, shitty day. It's kind of sad to think we'll <laughs> never have those days ever again. Uh, Lies. Don't we ever will say go, that. We will go back to a Mizzou homecoming at least in the next three years. Next three years, and then you got to think we get to show our kids how to do that shit. I would say, yeah, I would say I'm gonna have a fucking toddler with me, so I don't know how shitty I can get, but yeah, wise, yeah, you show them. Hey, son, this is gonna be you in 18 years, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, ladies and gents. Well, we turned a small episode into a long one, but bonus content, bonus content all day, all day long. Next week, we'll be back with you. Fantasy football part two, wide receivers and tight ends. Running throw backs. a little bit more shit at you. So. Running backs and tight ends, not wide receivers. That's what I meant. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that's a good one. You got to stop recording. It makes it harder.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 